This is Chastity Queen, and you have tuned in to Diaries of a Dom. I can definitely say an easy answer to what a dom wants can be generally formulated into specific temperaments that are appealing across the board. I can easily list a few that would be favorable to almost all doms. In fact, I sat uh, at quite a few femdom events and one night in particular, the femdoms and the female sadists and trans femdoms all had similar slave-minded and submissive traits that were unanimously agreed upon. Now, granted, any play negotiation is always done prior to having a play session or pro session. So what I speak of is after that discussion has happened. And the discussion would include boundaries, triggers, safety words, and fetish styles. It is the behaviors after that initial training takes place that can make or break a submissive's chances with a femdom. Topping from the bottom is important to discuss because these specific traits and temperaments are listed. I think it is important to discuss topping from the bottom, and I may have one whole episode on the subject in the future, but for now... I want to say that some men come into BDSM not even realizing that they are topping from the bottom when they do it. But what is it? What is topping from the bottom? Basically, when a scene is decided upon and negotiated and the session begins, the submissive must at all times let the femdom take charge and lead. The interaction between a dom and her submissive is much like a waltz. She leads and you follow. No deviation. I've had many men taught from the bottom and they regretted doing it. They were warned once and their behavior is explained. And if they repeated the same behavior, it was a major buzzkill for me, the, the female dominant. Even those that have been in a DS relationship for some time have mistakenly let the relationship give them the idea that they can comment during the scene or try to take over aspects of the scene without the courtesy of asking for permission to ask a question. And when they're engaging in a scene with their femdom, they should always ask permission to ask a question. I will say with utter certainty, it is a display of disrespect and mistrust for a woman in charge. I am the type of femdom that takes extra steps to ensure the safety of any submissive in a, in a DS scene. And I always make them feel like, you know, they can trust me. So when I'm stopped without safe words being used or permission to ask a question spoken by the bottom or the submissive and the submissive decides to offer suggestions to my domination, or what I'm doing at that moment, it truly angers me and immediately turns me off. When I'm in a scene, I am often thinking many steps ahead, and that becomes a rhythm or a cadence that is methodically and almost hypnotic for me. To have a submissive 
not follow protocol causes a direct break in my concentration. I'm back where I began. These moments are hard to forget and would leave me weary and on edge. The reason I felt that way is because dom space is just as powerful as subspace. And when I am in dom space, a man who suddenly breaks a scene or begins to talk from the bottom, he might as well throw ice cold water on my face and haul off and slap it. The effect of topping from the bottom is that absolute. So I can say that know what you're going into while negotiating a scene, know what is going to happen. And then once that's agreed upon, submit, period. So here are some qualities that can I, that I can easily say almost all, if not all, femdoms will love about a submissive. They're not listed in any particular order of importance because, in my opinion, all of them are important. Number one, obedience. A good submissive knows how to be obedient and never talk out of turn or make eye contact without asking permission. He knows how to ask a question if he needs something clarified without topping from the bottom. Number two, kindness. Kindness is something that cannot be faked. I have seen men try to fake being a submissive and use false kindness behavior, and that falls flat. Kind men are usually brought up to be humble and giving, and it emanates from them like a beautiful cologne. It is magnetic and attractive and heartwarming. It will warm the heart of the most heartless of doms, even the sadist at heart. Three. Respect. This is a big one. If you do not know the fundamentals of respect, learn them hard. And do not ever try to fake it. Read about respect. Watch others with natural respect and take notes. Before involving yourself with any dom, learn about respect. If you lack respect, you will never get very far with any woman, but even more so with a femdom. Four, listen. A good listener who doesn't need to be told more than once will always get brownie marks from a femdom. When a man listens, it means they're interested in what their femdom has to say. And what the femdom says really matters. Often not listening will be dangerous depending on the scene. Especially if you are in a pain slut session and a femdom asks you a specific question, and you really aren't hearing her ask you a question, it can present problems. If you ignore her or don't pay attention, you could be in a world of hurt. Number five, focus on her only. If your femdom is training you, and say taking you to events where there are others around and you cannot keep your eyes off of the other players and forget to focus on her, she will notice and will be displeased. It is in very poor form to have your eyes anywhere but on your femdom or averted to the floor, period. It just shows good manners. When you focus on her uh, or keeping your eyes to the ground, it proves to her 
that you are really in it. So anything other than full attention on, on the woman who has chosen you to be under her control is in exceptionally poor form. So you never want to ignore your dom. Six, serve her needs first always. This is a big one. Please her needs by asking her what she desires. If you take your femdom out and it's time to order food and you order food for yourself and not for her, how will that speak of you? You pay for your food and, and not hers. You buy snacks at the movies and don't offer her any or she offers to buy you something. And you order the full menu, so to speak. Sure, I'm independent and I can pay my way in life, but when you do not serve a femdom first, you've ultimately failed. It's rude. It's bad behavior. Do not expect many more dates or sessions if you exhibit any of these me-first attitudes. If you treat a vanilla woman to flowers, chocolates, and dinner, how is it any different with a female dominant? All I can say are three words. Serve her first. Number seven, hard worker. Just because a man is desiring a submissive role does not mean that he should be lazy and leave everything to the woman in charge. Having a female dominant in your life does not equate to a so-called free ride. If you are a hard worker in your personal life and while you are with her, she will respect you more. And if you are not used to working, get a job. And in addition, start doing work for her, clean her house, do her laundry, clean the toilets, make her a meal, drive her to appointments or out on errands, take her to the nail salon and treat her. There's always some way you can make her life more comfortable and enjoyable. And, and in return, you just may find that she takes you into her dungeon more often. If she is easing up on playtime and isn't playing with you as much, it is often not out of complete disinterest, but because your behavior is not appealing to her or inspiring her pleasure. If you are not trying hard enough, she will act in kind, or eventually she will trade you in, and you don't want that. Let me uh, refresh that again. One was obedience, two, kindness, three, respect, four is to listen, five, focus on her only, six, serve her needs first, always, and be a hard worker was number seven. So those things are very, very important. As I carry on, I'm going to talk about something as well, about specific tastes, you know, fetishes and styles of domination can be, of course, unique to each dom. And they were to every single one of those women that I sat and chatted with at that femdom event. You know, the sadist enjoyed particular type of play and uh, jerk-off instructions and... um all sorts of things. Other femdoms, they loved, you know, boys bowing to them, 
gosh, so many different things. So specific tastes and fetishes and styles, as I said before, of domination are unique to each dom. But what I really want to express is that what I have learned from submissives and the good ones that have served me and do serve me now are that they hold my attention because they utilized almost all of these seven features of a good sub. Now, obviously, bad manners and terrible hygiene and disrespect, disobedience, um, sneaky behaviors, disloyalty, selfishness, and the wandering eyes are all distasteful and to be avoided at all costs and in every social circle, really. Respecting others shows a deep respect for oneself. So if you do not do not respect somebody else, you must not respect yourself. Over the years, I've noticed an oddly repetitive sentence that many submissives seem to use, and I know it has been used in almost every dom at one time or another. So every dom has heard this. The statement said is, if you will be my dom, I will do anything for you. And if I had a penny for every time I've heard that phrase, I would be a very rich woman at this point. I've heard this one-liner discussed at BDSM events by many a dom. It has been supposed that saying that line is simply a result of parroting words from a cheap domination porn and the verbiage from those scripts. It's an almost expected phrase, and in that case, innocently used uh, with good intentions, I do believe. Um, the, the BDSM seen online is usually produced by vanilla men and vanilla women and the people in the the films or in the uh porn are not even really submissives they're not they're not real dominants or doms beyond the clothing that they wear and the impact tools that they hold or the ball gag in their mouth and what if i accepted that offer and handed them a shit sandwich and told them to eat it would that apply now, a human toilet would eat that up, but the majority of submissives who say, I will do anything, would immediately refuse such a such an offer. Any kind of discussion of sex acts, for example, with a femdom uh, is very bad manners. Never do that. Uh, asking to be pegged, or I guess essentially fucked up the ass, or that you're talented at licking pussy, is behavior that's fit for anybody who is immature and without many clues, very clueless. So if you want to be a good submissive, you must truly embrace all of these characteristics and avoid the things that will be a turnoff to your potential dom, your potential forever dom. And I know that each and every one of you that listen right now who dream of the day when they can be a submissive to one dom or a submissive to two doms long-term, you want to know what to do and what not to do. And so I've given you a few tips. I will be in my podcast talking about many more tips, tricks, and, and uh, 
ideas, things to be thoughtful about. So um, avoid saying you'll do anything for sure. That's probably number one uh, suggestion I could make. And really listen, have your ears open and ask questions. Ask the Dawn what she likes. Ask her what her favorite fruit is, what her favorite color is, what her favorite style of, you know, perfume is or, or music, what kind of music she listens to and focus on everything that she enjoys. You will certainly fare very well. Thank you for listening to this episode of Diaries of a Dom. I appreciate it. I look forward to uploading the next episode soon. I post a new episode every Friday evening at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, so stay tuned. And don't forget, Locked in Lust sells the vice, a well-made and very popular anti-pull-out chastity device that is available in many different sizes for men. When you purchase a device, use discount code Chastity Queen for your 15% off premium discount. Until next time, lovelies, thank you for being you. Thank you.